Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. everybody to oh sopranos podcast once again as always i am joe spellman and this is lou dimaggio and this is uh lou dimaggio jr <laughs> and is, we, is there a junior i don't know uh, there's gotta be <laughs> oh yeah, anybody oh, named the lou real of, of the real lou, of the real lou dimaggio like the one we know that's right. Yes, we finally yeah. get to the episode where the character Lou DiMaggio is is present. Yeah, I think I think on the show, like in the world of the show, I think Lou DiMaggio Jr. works at Quavel. <laughs> yeah, he or hooked maybe... him up with the cake. Quavel. I guess Dude, Lou I DiMaggio Jr. isn't the guy who's like, my name's Chris too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'd be really weird if it was though. I Which, not... I thought you were. I thought you were going to go there. I thought you were like, and I'm the guy who says his name's Chris too. <laughs> it's my birthday too. Um, yes, if you guys couldn't have deciphered, we are on the episode The Wait, season four, episode four. Mm-hmm. Um, Correct. Written by Terrence Winter, directed by Jack Bender. Originally aired October 6th, 2002. Man. Oh, baby. Um. This is, of course, the episode where the Ginny, uh, Ralph's famous, uh, very funny Ginny Sack joke causes such a rift between uh, the New Jersey and New York families, specifically uh, Johnny Sack has a tough time getting over it. And so, fun- so funny that he takes eight hours to explain the joke to Carmine. <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. The implication being, uh, but yeah, I, I mean, this is what a great, what a great acting there. Just like no reaction. Like, yeah. perfect. <laughs> yeah. It's an off-color off amok. You want? I'll tax them. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that's... So, uh, apparently, like... Okay, well, we'll get into it, but that's that's the yeah. crux of the episode. But but there's also other shit that goes on. We got um, uh, some, some Carmela and Tony uh, fighting about their financial future and security. We got um, Carmela uh, and Furio... That's sort of uh, come to a boil. That whole little, little romance, sad romance, um, and uh, we got Meadow joining the South Bronx Law Center. 
And those were those are the kind of the big headlines of the episode. Yeah, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, this yeah. is a whole home. Ep- it, it's a whole home episode, but at the time, it definitely wasn't. Like, you know, we. Yeah. I feel like right. we say that now, but. You were probably sure. watching this episode being like, holy fuck, are they going to kill like killed. both right. characters? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. No, yeah. I, I was actually going to ask you guys because I remember watching this for the first time in my fucking freshman dorm mm-hmm. at UConn. And like, you know, the, fir- the mm-hmm. first few episodes are, uh, you know, not, um, you know, nobody's getting whacked. Like, you know, it's, it's pretty, pretty low key. And then this episode, and I remember feeling like this episode for my freshman in college sensibilities, this was like, oh shit, this was a crazy episode. But right. in retrospect, like maybe not so much. But yeah. do, do you guys remember like your reaction to this episode when it aired? I I got a feeling that I was probably like, like holy shit, like they're like one of them's gonna get killed. If you don't know what's gonna happen, it's pretty intense. I yeah, that's um, true. That's true. Uh, but in in true David Chase fashion the anti-climax where absolutely nothing happens. <laughs> Neither also, of them like, get fucking whacked. Neither in, like, you know. I mean, John puts uh, one of uh, Ralphie's, like, crew members, like. Oh, Don- Donnie K. Donnie K, yeah. Donnie K. That memorable, memorable character. Also, what what Italian last name starts with a K? <laughs> I can't think of one. So. Yeah. Carmine, Carmine with a K. Oh shit! <laughs> first, it's a first name, but with a K. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Great. Um, By the way, uh, that opening shot, that like crane shot on Mulberry Street, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they show a place called Lamella, and that was like me and my college friends. That was we we went there a lot. Oh really? Because they didn't card, and uh, you know, some of us. Of course. Some of us didn't have uh, fake IDs. I mean, I I had one from when I was sixteen. Oh, shit. Come on. Especially yeah, so you some, guys were just getting fucked so, up on Pinola vodka and yeah. uh, Chardonnays. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, we were like, so there's vodka in the sauce, right? <laughs> Did Carlos? I'm fucked up. <laughs> um, no, but that was our that was our spot, Lamella. Uh, was it good? Was the food good? Uh, it was fine. Back <laughs> it was it was fine. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it had to be good enough to like stay in business. I mean, yeah, they, I think they, is this is this really the first episode where they start like shooting in Little Italy? Like, have we seen like Little Italy? Because those are actual Little Italy spots. Like even even right. the um, you know, the little bar that that we see uh Get that like, represents like yeah. the 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 New York family where, wherever they have their meeting and stuff, that's, that's right, right there in little Italy. And then Benito one is the restaurant. I think that, uh, that Johnny sack is in when he sees Donnie K laughing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I can't think about like if, if we had seen it earlier in the series to this point, but, but yeah, so Johnny sack sees this fucking guy laughing. He immediately assumes that he's laughing about his wife's fat ass. <laughs> He, Donnie K was just thinking about Ginny Sack's ass to himself and just laughing. Yeah. Yeah. Donnie um, K knew what was up though. He knew he's like, oh God, this guy's <laughs> mad at me for some fucking this reason. Guy's a fucking maniac. Yeah. Um, but that's the thing. We didn't we don't know John Sacramone to be a maniac at this point. At this point, right. he's even keeled. He's like, you know, uh just the sensible kind of guy. He's a snake, but he's not one to blow up. Uh, and then this episode just does away 
with that and Terrence Winter. So I was reading and actually this whole episode was supposed to be very poly heavy. But then when Tony Sirico hurt his back, they had to like make him more of a behind the scenes player. And that's how they concocted the whole joke storyline, uh, like originating two episodes ago when uh, poly heavy in what way? Uh, it was it was just going to focus more on how Paulie was handle was dealing with like um, with the New York family, be, like yeah, like having um, uh, ratted to John about the joke, uh, dealing with Tony. Like, I mean, they didn't get into specifics because they had to scrap that whole script. God no, I mean, I I would love to read that, uh, yeah, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it it, it would have been just like the previous episode, Christopher, like that whole storyline with Sylvia was supposed to be Tony Sirico because right. he injured his back and they were only shooting these scenes where he's in jail. Like they had to put him on the back burner, but uh-huh. Terrence winter, the guy who wrote this episode had to like go to bat for the storyline and, and convince people that Johnny sack would, you know, people in the writer's room, Johnny sack would uh, be this livid about a joke uh, and, and take it this far. I mean, I think it ties in nicely with the moments that he has with Ginny. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that that was a really smart writing move to like, I always, when, when you think of Ginny Sack, you think of that moment when he comes back home because he forgot mm-hmm. something and mm-hmm. finds her in the basement. At least I do. Like, I always think of that. Like, you right. know, the actress is not the greatest, like and right. rest, in, rest in peace. She is RIP. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she um, was an open casting call too. You in know, Jersey. right. Right. No, she's all right, though. She's, she's okay. all right. She, but, I mean, she's, but she's I was serves her purpose. Sad, but I was probably no, 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 wasn't I was real gonna, tears, but I know what right. I was going to say is that, you know, she has a lot of moments where it's like, uh, you hear the lines and you're like, ah, but this episode, she has some really, I mean, this is her, her best acting in the, the show for sure. I think. Yeah. She, um, she does pretty well with it. Um, uh, um yeah. Well, um, my wife was watching this uh, episode and, she was really uh, tearing up at John's uh, speech when Tony comes to visit him at his at his job or whatever, like mm-hmm. his office. And uh, um, she was like, oh, he's a feminist. <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't go quite um, that far. Yeah, but, uh, I wouldn't but, either. But, uh, but, but he does point out it's, di- you know, because Tony's like, yeah, you're telling me like when he's talking about her like struggle with her weight. Oh, and, yeah. And he's yeah. like. It's different for women, you know. I mean, yes. oh yeah. Oh, he understands. He understands hundred you know. percent. And and it is it, it is like sort of this admirable when you look at all the other douchebags and how they treat their women. Like, like yes, he's he's like trying to get somebody fucking murdered over a not even funny joke about his wife. Uh, but he is he is like you know defending, and it is, and it is also Ralph is the person that <laughs> so it's. Like, uh, someone who we know is like I'm arguably the biggest piece of shit on the in, t- in the entire series. I mean, yeah, we've already seen murder a young woman, right? A young pregnant woman, right? You know? It's interesting because, so, like, do you, were you guys rooting for one side or the other when you were watching, like Ralph or, or Johnny? I mean, Ralph's such a good actor. Like, I remember thinking, like, ah, I, I don't want that character to be dead yet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know? I, I I could probably said that about both of them. You know, I right? Know, yeah, I know. This is really where Johnny, like this, this moment for Johnny Sack defines who he is for the rest of the series. Because mm-hmm. think about all the shit in season five where he's such a hothead when he's like going against Carmine Jr. Um, or little Carmine, uh, you know, that, that whole storyline was probably born out of this episode and, and uh, 
and Vince Curatola's uh, portrayal of Johnny in this is just fucking you you gotta do more with that character after this right yeah um, but yeah I mean let's 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 just follow this this storyline a little bit yeah uh, we talked about when when Tony and Johnny uh have a conversation about uh Ginny fucking weight. Ralph's more creative than Spielberg. <laughs> <laughs> uh Rubenesque. I love, I love yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, so then the scene where Tony has Ralphie call Johnny, but not to apologize. <laughs> um first of all, uh Ralph is like just back from Florida or something and he brings uh Tony a bag of Florida oranges. Yeah, <laughs> nice of him. But I, I think there was that was some sort of like Godfather references reference or something with uh, you know how like uh, orange oranges yeah well, supposed oranges. to symbolize impending doom for yeah and, Corleone, like, and, right. and also I bet a lot of people were watching this and like saw that and when they give um, the DiMaggio crew that picture mm. and and he says like he's the guy on the left mm. like. And it's Tony and John. I'm like, I feel like we were. Wa- I was watching it then, and I was like, Oh, they're gonna get confused, dude. That's exactly yeah, what I remember yeah, yeah. thinking. Yeah, yeah. especially because they had like their eye fucking problems. Right. <laughs> like right. Their uh, cataracts. Yeah, cataracts. Sorry to anybody who has cataracts who's listening. You fucking <laughs> freaks. <Yeah. laughs> I'm joking. That's that's awful. Disgusting. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's that's where I thought it was going, and that. And still to this day, that scene sort of baffles me. Like the whole Atwater, uh, Atwater Alley Boys, or whatever the fuck they're called, Atwater <laughs> Avenue. Um, no, no, no. That isn't. That's Joe's uh, gang. Yeah, that's uh, that, no, that's Atwater that's, Alley that's, Boys. That's, that's, Atwater. that's what me and I, go, I call me and Golias when we, yeah. When we <laughs> yeah, when we go out and uh, and cause a ruckus in Atwater um, Village. Yeah. Uh yeah, I um yeah, I wonder if that was on purpose. I mean, it seems like to me it was. It, just to, it just seemed like some sort it. of like misdirection. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. and apparently uh in the DVD commentary we're jumping ahead, but uh yeah. Terry Winter said that that scene was an homage to both the Adams family and David Lynch, which seems kind of okay. spot on for what it is. Yeah, but right, I just right. wonder like why they decided to <laughs> Why they decided to do it, right? Like, I mean, it is a memorable part of the episode. I always like, like, like it's father's birthday. Like, always like. I mean, it's very funny. People and yeah. and like and still, and Chris's reaction to them is so. Great. Yeah. Well, he, is Chris is Christopher High when he goes there? Uh, I thought that I was like the implication that he was like stoned well, or something. Because... I think he's like worried that like they can sense that he's a drug addict. That was always yeah. When they say that, like, yeah, right, yeah. Right. Which is why he takes his glasses off, like to show, like, look, I'm not high. I'm right now. I'm not <laughs> right, high. right. The yeah. But he seemed pretty genuinely freaked out, like, understandably. Yeah, I wonder but, why. <laughs> I mean, that's like a hundred times scarier for if you if you just took an edible or something, and then you got these fucking freaks. Right, um, right. Uh, but yeah, I think. I mean, what else about that scene? Like, like I think for one thing, it might have been showing how junior is becoming like less relevant like the people that he would refer to as like go-to guys like oh you gotta you gotta call lou dimaggio for this right. one yeah know? that's a good point good point yeah um, yeah and it's just a like comic relief sort of scene i guess yeah but it's not like it's not like a huge there are comic relief moments in the sopranos and this was like deliberately unsettling and weird um yeah and funny uh, i think i think it was deliberately funny 
yeah. I mean, yeah. I wish I wish these guys came back because they they create these <laughs> sure. fucking characters in like such vivid detail and you got to write them here. You another, literally never hear from them again. You got to write another COVID uh, Soprano script. Going. Yeah, spinoff. The <laughs> yeah. Al- Atwater <laughs> Alley just, Boys just yeah. focuses on them. I yeah. <laughs> the, uh, yeah. Hey, drinking Sanka and fucking decapitating people. Hey, hey, maybe they're in the many uh, many saints. Oh fuck! <laughs> yeah, I hope so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Guys, um, I gotta I gotta tell you something. Uh I was cast as a young Lou DiMaggio <laughs> in many states of Newark. I'm breaking an NDA right now. Oh shit. Oh, fuck. By saying this, but yeah, I uh I wore the contacts and everything. <laughs> Should we just create fake rumors about many saints and see if people like I mean Spellman known for his uh Rhode Island accent. So Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, hey, hey, how you doing? Um okay, uh, Peter I, Griffin. <laughs> oh hog. Uh, so going back to that scene where, where Ralphie and Ralphie's on the phone with Johnny, mm-hmm. Tony, Tony knows if Ralph apologizes, that's basically an admission of guilt. Right. Right. And Ralph doesn't listen to him. What do you guys think would have happened if Ralph had stuck to denying? Would we have, would we have like avoided this whole, this whole confrontation or, or what? Like, I don't John's, know. John's so hell bent on killing him. I don't know. Like he, <laughs> But did it seem to you like he was coming around or something until he he was like, you know, if that's what it takes, I'll apologize. No, I don't. I still don't think he was coming around. So, I mean, either way, fucked if you do, fucked if you don't. Yeah. 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 Um, So from there, we get Johnny asking Carmine to allow a hit on Ralph. Hey, great Carmine up too. Carmine was good in this. Really good. Yeah, he was. Fucking Tony Lip in this, man. He's like. What you wanted a fucker? <laughs> he can't understand that. Well, no, like this is not like. Yeah, get the fuck over it. Yeah, yeah. There's a couple sit downs, right? So there's like the right. first one where it's a it's like a paving contract or something about the Esplanade, and Ralph can't even be in the same room as Johnny, or I mean Johnny can't even be in the same room as Ralph, and he walks out. Right. Um, which is so funny to me because. Like Tony's going to all these lengths to protect Ralph, even though he despises him. Uh, and then five episodes from now, he just fucking murders him over a horse. So, like, <laughs> right? Like he's being Tony's being all uh, you know self righteous about uh, Johnny being so upset over his wife being um, insulted, and then Tony fucking killed ultimately kills Ralph over an animal, right? Right. Uh, which we couldn't because well, he because he's the one because he's the one that feels crossed by yeah. Ralph. You right. know, Tony can't see past his, the bot his own bottom line, and you know, the, uh, later on in the show they they call the Jersey Crew, you know, like that pygmy thing over there. Hmm. You only have so many guys, so many earners, um, True. and nobody earns like Ralph. And then if you let Johnny kill him, hmm. I mean you're taking like what little leverage you you do have as like a smaller crew and you're 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 handing like so much uh over to the near crew i yeah. feel like i don't but here's the interesting thing because in the second sit down uh this is the one where like junior junior's on the phone <laughs> yeah uh tony says he'll hand over ralph if johnny tells him who originally told him about the joke so when he says i'll hand over ralph like wouldn't that wouldn't that look look bad as well if if uh tony ends up 
like kill uh, what do you what do you think he would have done um if he had found out it was Paulie at this point like how would that have played out I mean, if, if, if Johnny took the deal and was like, I think okay, part of it is that he know, he knows that he's not going to give it up. So like he's, it's like it's like fake, like it's a fake offer. I think. Why do you think Johnny doesn't give it up though? Because he's offering Ralph on a silver platter, and that's what he wants. He probably probably would have started a fucking war. <laughs> right, he probably right. would have like just right. broke like all relationships. Right. And isn't that funny though? Because because then Paul then Tony's in a rough spot because what's he gonna do kill one of his own captains for like telling a joke or like telling telling somebody else about a joke he would never right he would never but he, he i mean what would he have done to paulie taxon i don't know it would have made him look bad too it would have made him look bad. right like if 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 made tony like, look bad yeah yeah yeah, yeah. That, for that, sure. it would have, I, I agree i think i think there was no good solution for tony here um but but also like, let's not forget that Tony almost got whacked himself over telling jokes about Uncle Junior eating pussy in season one. So this is That's all like true. sort of like familiar territory, yeah. and it's what The Sopranos does so well, right? It's like, you know, like yeah. these tiny fucking things end up being huge plot points, like episodes down the line, uh, and huge plot points wither and die. Like the the fucking Russian, for example. You know, people thought oh, that on the vine. Whole... Right. That and the vine. It died on the vine. Um but yeah, um, just, I, I, that just well, they, I thought was interesting. They say in the episode, they say we we bend more rules than the Catholic Church, you know? <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. It's, 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 everyone's such a fucking hypocrite until like something yeah. happens to them and then they're like and then they lose their minds, you know. Yeah. Right. Uh, it's kind of like uh, modern day Republicans in that in that sense. Oh Whoa, shit, golly! Oh so, fuck, bro! Sorry. Why you Sorry. gotta? Jeez. Why you gotta? I don't give a fuck about look, people until until uh, it happens. Then, bro, don't bring the insurrection no in to the pod. No. Don't bring the insurrection onto the pod. The Dems, the Dems won. Okay, we won. We won forever. It's right, gonna be right. all right. <laughs> we won forever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, For sure. Anyway, sorry, my conservative. Uh, cohorts who are listening at the bing the guys try to figure out who did it and i love uh chris's chris's line uh thinking that they maybe that the fbi maybe put a bug in vesuvio (laughs) create a little dysentery among the ranks (laughs) Uh, tony says they sweep it once a week yeah that seems weird to me too come on i i mean they have to do it like i don't know how you like thoroughly sweep something like without Charmaine noticing what the fuck you're doing. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But I don't buy that Charmaine Buco uh, uh, allows for that. No way. Yeah. Um, but who knows? But so ultimately Johnny arranges for Ralphie to be killed while he's down in Florida. Uh, and then we have this great call between Carmine and Tony Carmine, like cold calls, Tony He just woke up. He's like, no, I'm doing something. <laughs> uh, but you know, he's like, there's a lot of money at stake here. Um, and essentially tells Tony, like, Johnny's got to go, which is like this. It felt like this huge moment. And even Tony is like, holy shit at the end. Yeah. Um, do you think Tony would do this to like Silvio, for example, if he became a problem, like Johnny's becoming a problem for Carmine? Like if he wouldn't let something go? It's a different situation. I mean, I guess... I- 
I mean, what's what's the relationship between Johnny and Carmine? Because I mean, Tony and Sill grew up together, were childhood friends. I mean, yeah. it's a different different. There's a there's a generation difference between um, Carmine Johnny and Johnny and Carmine for sure. Right. But I don't know. I mean, like they're bo- like Tony and Carmine Senior are both bosses, so we just it's, gotta it, compare them on that. It's right? also like you know. Um, uh, he's the to, he's the underboss, right? And and I guess so is I guess still is the underboss, but he's like the consigliere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, don't, like, I wouldn't can say you he's be the both. Yeah, I wouldn't say that either. But like, it's just funny how they're like different. Yeah. Um. Right. I mean, I guess Tony I mean, is technically the underboss, really, right? It right. depends on what the problem is, because like obviously it was easy enough for Tony to kill puss. Right. So, I mean, it depends on how serious the issue is. Yeah, of course. I mean, John, like we never see Syl become as big of a like hothead. Uh, and I mean, I guess on the last episode, I know like funnily <laughs> enough, like it was, it was yeah. the last episode where Silvio like crosses Tony, like even slightly like that. Right. Like he never does that again, really. Yeah. Um, but he's never like pushing to fucking kill people. I mean, like Paulie does that way more than still does. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, uh, so I, I, I think like if Sil had become like unhinged, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it, it's possible. Yeah. It's yeah. Possible. I mean, that's the only way to describe Johnny in this episode. He's, he's just unhinged. <laughs> um, but ultimately we know that, that the hit is called off on Ralph like last minute because like last second last second he's in the elevator with the guy who's supposed to kill him which yeah i remember watching for the first time and i was like fuck this guy's gonna shoot him anyway or something and that was on the um the like uh preview trailer you know oh like, him like getting in the or like the oh, elevator right. doors opening on ralphie right like, yeah you're so, right you're right yeah yeah but I remember that i mean i i also like for you listeners who actually watched live back in the day, we all know that the like coming attractions for next week, like yeah, never turned out to be what the fuck like, you thought it was. Always fucked Someone's up. got, someone's got to go <laughs> to the store to get me uh, peppers <laughs> yeah, and eggs. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Um, but, but yeah, totally. Like that was, that was a moment where you're like, holy fuck. And that elevator ride is so tense. Now, if you ultimately you on rewatches, you know how it goes. So, that doesn't stick out as much, but that was like That's a true. big moment. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, so that so ultimately Johnny forgot a sweater or something that he wanted to bring to his dad. Um, Johnny was supposed to be going up to visit his dad in Boston, and on the way, I guess the Atwater Avenue boys were gonna like jump him or something on like I ninety five. I don't know, but <laughs> like, because uh, yeah. they were yeah they were in Rhode Island, right? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah but you, you could get him on ninety five. <laughs> you don't need to go to Rhode Island to go to Boston from like Jersey. You're gonna get him at one of the McDonald's on ninety five. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Johnny's yeah. got to get his fillet of fish. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, ultimately, uh, he returns home to find his wife uh, has a secret stash of candy and Twix and everything else. And this sort of seems to be the uh, the the reason that he calls off the hit on Ralph. Walk, walk me through what you think his thought process is here. 
Like, why does he see like my wife is eating candy? I shouldn't kill this guy. <laughs> um, I guess like he's like, uh, you know, maybe he's pissed off because he thinks she tries, and um, he's like sort of realizing, um, oh, she doesn't try. He's you know, like. Right. I mean, he does that whole speech like and, uh, you know, about how he loves his wife. And then he's like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> you fucking eating candy. You have any I idea you what you've done? Like, yeah. like, yeah, he's he's like like he's just a hypocrite. You know, he's immediately just like terrible to her. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, I think. Um, uh yeah i think you're i think you're right i think i think he feels like he's like going to bat for her uh to the nth degree just like blowing it out of proportion and then to find out that she is not even really putting the like first foot forward and effort to lose weight uh yeah but like i i i don't think that's fair because she obviously was she just also, you know, may have had moments where she like grabbed like one of those like snacks from her little stash, you know, yeah. but it's very possible that like, I mean, I do believe that she's probably like doing all these like diets and she's in these like Weight Watcher like groups yeah, and shit right, like that. Right, and right, so right. she's putting in the effort and maybe like, you know, like sneaking a fucking Twizzlers every now and then or some shit, you know, like. You know, it's 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 hard. Like any addiction is, and sure. I I think that like part of it is maybe that he John is so self conscious about her weight that mm-hmm. he, and then that in that moment he realizes why is he so self conscious? It doesn't well, matter. Also, yeah, that makes it doesn't, that ironically, it doesn't matter what her size is. You know, it's, I I think you're right, but also it's it's ironic that that John uh, ultimately calls to attention the size of his wife uh, way more than the stupid joke that Ralph made. Right. Right. <laughs> so like, I don't know, he's, he's probably feeling a bit betrayed. Um, but I, I, ultimately I think you're right. Yeah. Um, and then we, so we have the whole, uh, 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 my personal favorite character, uh, Brian Camerata's first appearance here. Uh, <laughs> really? He's your hey. personal favorite. Who's better than Brian Camerata? Name me one character. I'm just kidding. No, oh, I don't, okay. Like he's yep. such well, a nothing. Point taken. <laughs> oh, you were a big. Uh, what, what was that fucking ABC show with uh, Viola Davis? Isn't he on that show? How to get away with murder? How to get away with murder? I don't know. Or not how to get away with murder? What was the other fucking one? <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> with, like, I the, don't know. With like Scandal? the pre- with like the yes, yeah, Scandal. The Camaradas, it was called. <laughs> yeah, 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 the Camaradas. <laughs> yeah, he was on the Scandal. He had his own spinoff off of the <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Shonda Rhimes wrote it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah every episode he's just trying to bring back his, uh, Tony's drill. <laughs> he's just, <laughs> trying to get people to sign up for IRAs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, this fucking guy. Great casting, by the way. I think he's really funny. I think he's great. Uh, he's just he's he's like he's always cast as the Italian guy. I was looking a little at his IMDb. All his last names are fucking and then works a, vowel. a lot. Works a lot. Yeah, uh, but he but compared to Tony and Carmela, he looks like the whitest, most milk toast fucking yeah. guy. Yeah, um, yeah. But obviously, he's there. Uh, Carmela wants Tony to sign some things in the case of his his death and her financial security and all this. And it's just hammering home 
money is is at the center of so many things this season. I mean, even what we just talked about, you know, the reason that fucking Ralph is uh, being defended so much despite everyone despising him is because he's a good earner. Um, And the whole you equate love with money. No, you equate love with money, like that whole thing. They both do. Um, well, and and John and earlier Johnny basically says that to Carmine. Like, oh yeah, is, is what, all is this all we care about is fucking money? Like, right. What's next? You get to fuck her for a million? Like, yeah. He wants to fuck her? Yeah, that's a good point. Um, but uh, yeah, so there, there's that whole sort of storyline going on in the background. Um, but and Carmela also getting her like real estate career up and running working in tandem with her little attraction of Furio who's buying a little house in Nutley. Mm-hmm. Uh, she stops by Furio's house uh, to go over some like zoning issue with uh, he wants to build like a little uh, like house for his parents out of his garage in the backyard. <laughs> I just always like, man, like I, this is just another case where uh, I used to hate AJ and like on rewatches, he's just such a fucking, he's so fucking funny. And every scene he's in, I laugh at everything oh, yeah. AJ does. Like, he's like, yeah. why am I always having to come here? <laughs> yeah, why are, like, I, I just love that. She, she drags him around. Why do you think uh, she brought AJ with her to Furio's house? So she doesn't fuck him. <laughs> so she doesn't yeah. do anything. She'll regret like she did with uh, Vic Musto. Right. So, <laughs> Yeah, if only or she could have pulled AJ into the bathroom with her and Vic Moose, though. <laughs> <laughs> or if anybody, God forbid, saw the two of them. You right. Know, she could claim. They would see like, AJ right innocent. there. Yeah. She's yeah. like, don't go anywhere. Don't run off. Like, right. you know, I want you, like, in the vicinity of anybody who might see us. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Yeah, so AJ's sort of like a little, like, uh, unknowing buffer between... Carmela and uh, these fucking rumors about whatever, and also trying probably she's she's scared to take to, to take that step right with Furio, yeah. yeah. Um, and then we have Furio's housewarming party. Oh, great! So good. I, the Furio <laughs> dance, baby. Oh, people this, hate this scene. You know that it, it looks fucking weird. I think it was poorly directed. I see. I, 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 that, usually, I, I'm pretty, I kind of agree. I kind of agree with that. It's it's weirdly staged. Well, it's kind of yeah, it's weird, stage. and and you know what? I think I think it's because of the house. The, yeah, the okay, set so, looks fucking small, dude. Right, and also they used they clearly used other standing sets. Like, did you see that his living room is basically Melfi's office? Go oh, look at that really again. You're not that. you're not going to be able. Oh, to, you know what? Now I can kind of like see it. it. They moved like set pieces together and yeah, just made Furio's house. That's weird. Yeah, that, I, did, that I makes, never noticed that until this watch. Actually, it just huh. and it just looks like you know they're all standing like in a fucking cramped house, like smoking, like dance, like in a dancing in a place like you wouldn't be. Yeah, like why aren't they in the backyard? Um, right. You know, True. I I uh, I guess maybe because it's cold or something, but. Mm. Um, but like, I love the Furio dance. I love I love the I love the just, dance yeah, of him and Carmen. I love it. I love it. It's great, but That's it just seems so awkward. Idiot song. Um they're even their dancing seems I like Carmela and the Furio, but anybody else who tries or like yeah. who's yeah, watching, yeah. 
like it just like it just seems awkward to me i think yeah but yeah. that's 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 a little true to me for like these types of fucking social I situations so. like patsy <laughs> in the background dancing oh, yeah, like they're like wife. patsy eugene dance in the background oh yeah that was weird <laughs> those guys are those motherfuckers are not dancing to that patsy's song. like doing a flourish and shit i'm like what the fuck <laughs> i don't know maybe <laughs> they've all been drinking for eight hours at that point but uh but yeah. I guess I guess so. I guess No, I feel like, I feel like I'm usually pretty attuned to like the cringe moments that most of the fandom uh gripe about, but but mm-hmm. this had like it never really bothered me until I saw like when I was searching for fucking internet people fucking hate that scene. It just looks a little off. It just yeah. looks a little off like yeah, maybe if there if there was if it was bigger, like a bigger yeah. set or something it wouldn't it wouldn't look strange. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, then we also get uh, AJ locking um, little Bobby Bacala in the garage for no reason. Has no yep. fucking plot. So, there's, I mean, a great, there's a great cut to in the house, like of just like AJ just like just walks in front of Bobby. Bobby's eating food, and he just was like, "What? Hey!" <laughs> like he just looks like a mini fucking <laughs> mini fucking Bacala. Like, yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, what's up? I love that fucking uh, kid who plays <laughs> little Bobby. Yeah. Um, and then, so, uh, you know, t- uh, Carmela and, and Furio do their little dance. Um, and ultimately at the end of the episode, uh, we get the scene with, um, Tony buying Carmela, uh, a little black dress from Saks. Probably no coincidence that, uh, you know, he's buying a little dress from Saks, like Johnny Sack, Ginny Sack had such an, ep- uh, you know, uh, oh, issues with size. He, oh, she even asks, like, what size is it? And he says, small. You know, he's, like, taking pleasure in the fact that his wife is not Ginny Sack, I guess. Yeah, um, yep. And then he's and on top of her, the weight. The weight. Her. His God. weight crushing her. I um, hope that's a soft bed, Carm, because, man, that on top of you. This but, is a – oh, go ahead. Say what you're going to say. No, what are you going to say? No, go ahead. I was gonna say with the with the music and stuff, we hear it coming from Meadows' bedroom, and uh, you know, first we think it's in Carmela's head. This is the right. same song that she danced uh, with with Furio to, and then you know, <laughs> Meadows like, "Yo, can I get that CD?" <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like. I can't dance, but I like that music. I need it. Can um, I burn it? I'm gonna burn it real quick, and I'll I'll return it to you. Spells, we're gonna do some bonus content uh, of you you dancing to that song. Oh, oh, <laughs> please, we're gonna we're gonna pull, put it on the, our Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, you know the title of that song? What? Vesuvio. <laughs> okay. I don't know what that means, but uh, that's the name of Ari Buko's restaurant. So, yep. also the name of the song. No, apparently David Chase just like heard that somewhere and, and it stuck with him and he was like we got to use this in an episode but uh ultimately like i love the i love the ending where you know she's so pleased with tony after getting the little black dress and and he ultimately agrees to like sign the living trust or whatever or whatever it is that that they had brian camarada over for and and everything seems seems well again uh in at least in terms of the marriage and then we get that non-diegetic replay of that that song where we know it's in Carmela's head where Tony's on top of her but her mind is elsewhere right she's yeah. with Furio so uh, and I just yeah. think that's such a cool kind of uh way to 
make that plot point. So here's a um, here's a tangent. Uh, I was watching um, that uh, Stanley Tucci uh, oh, the CNN show. Yeah, the CNN show, Searching for Italy, mm-hmm. and he like you know like says something about like his late wife. So I guess his wife died, and I was like just like Wikipediaing it, mm-hmm. and his with Haiti. Yeah, I didn't know that, but but on and he cheated on his late wife with her, with wow. Edie Falco. They were doing what? Um, that, this Frank- is what it, this is what Wikipedia says. They were doing um, Frankie and Johnny and the Claire de yeah. together yeah. on Broadway. And yeah, they, apparently he they, he he oh, had wow. an affair with Edie Falco. Tucci and Edie. Yeah, and then went back to his now deceased wife. Um, so I thought that was interesting, and to bring this up during this. Uh, episode but according to wikipedia i could see vesuvio playing uh you know stanley <laughs> tucci dancing and <laughs> he seems like see a he exactly seems like how a, it went down yeah he's like a <laughs> pussy furio you know he's like a <laughs> he's a, a furio who likes negronis yeah oh, man. yeah <laughs> uh we couldn't have even gotten tucci as a as a cameo in this show out of that come on I mean, he speaks Italian. What, like, what character do you think Tucci would have played in Sopranos? Oh my God! Oh, God. Artie's brother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. That's good. Small night. Yeah, small night. <laughs> Yo, Big Night's a great movie, by the way. Go watch Big great Night movie. if you guys haven't seen it. Um, Definitely. And then the other, the other couple weird things that happened in this episode, we got um, these weird like chance encounters where, uh, first of all, Meadow talks to Elliot Kupferberg's daughter. Yeah, like Saskia. Saskia. <laughs> um, Who is that? Is that somebody who's like famous now, or like? I've definitely seen her in something recent where yeah. I was like, "Oh, that's Elliot really? Kupferberg's daughter." I feel like maybe she worked on like the Big Gay Sketch Show. I don't know. I, mm. I definitely didn't say that. See that, but uh, it was a while ago, and it you know it was on whatever pop. I think. Well, um, I, I, listeners I, I, are on her own. Right. Look it up. Um, she and, might be like then, a comedian now. I don't know. But anyway. Yeah. Uh, and then Tony and Kupferberg himself in the parking garage. Um, <laughs> which yeah. I always thought was weird. It's It feels like such a, like, it's a I don't much. Know, sort of far-fetched yeah. uh, encounter. Uh, yeah. Uh, and, and also. Course, yeah, the, the parking garage. Also, it's like the parking garage at Columbia. Like, what? Huh? Right. Yeah. Huh? Ultimately, it's used to. Um, I guess elicit a point for like the C story of this episode is, is Melfi is perhaps still sort of dealing with um, reasonably. So the, the uh, feelings around her rape in the previous season right. and Kupferberg sort of uh, demonst- uses his encounter with Tony to demonstrate the point that parking garages are not inherently dangerous places and she should not blame herself for he says uh, he's what happened to a parent or more likely a repair man. <laughs> yeah, like, big Bluto type guy. Yeah. Uh, like, oh man. More likely a well-dressed repair man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Getting into like a fucking like SUV. Yeah, Escalade. <laughs> or a well-dressed repair man with a $60,000 car. Right. <laughs> uh but yeah, that's it. Overall, overall good app. I think it's a strong app for for. Yeah, you know what? Movie. I I like it more now that we talked about it. I, <laughs> See, I'm surprised you guys were kind of like lukewarm on it because I always thought this was a stronger I episode. Of season was. Four I, especially. I was I, I was the one that was like I was like no no I I think I I think I think you're right because 
the the flirtation of possible death is taken away once you know what happens in the episode. Right. It's, it's, yeah. It right. This is its luster a little. Yeah, bit. I think yeah. so. But that's you know that's signature Sopranos. You know, like yeah. they tease this but it's also, climax, and then it's why the ending is so good because then you can keep going back and you don't for sure. This is necessarily true. it's not painted for you that yes. he is absolutely killed in the diner. So yes. that's why that's why I love the for sure ending. All right. Shall we move on to fucking internet? Yeah. Let's do it. Fucking internet. All right, we got some questions, comments from you guys about the episode, about the series as a whole. Uh let's start with um Two questions about the weight. This is from user underwater dialect. Number one, why did Junior have to be on the call for the sit down? I imagine maybe Carmine and him go back. And so it was Carmine's idea. And number two, Tony getting the dress for Carmela. Is it a sort of fuck you, John thing? What do you guys think? For the first one, why did, why, why was Junior on that call? <laughs> yeah, it had to be Carmine. Old I school, mean, old school decision. Yeah, you, think, you know. Yeah. Do you think so? You think Carmine requested that he be there since Junior is technically? I don't think John did. Well, John didn't. No, but Car- but I mean, do you think Tony might have been like, you know, this is we're facing New York in this meeting, um, and for all practical purposes, Junior is still the boss in quotation marks. Like he should he should at least be invited to the meeting. Like I mean, maybe it is yeah. a way of like. Tony using him to pass the buck a little bit. Yeah. 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 True. True. Um, and then which is why, the, which is why he likes the idea of uh, junior being the boss in name in the first place. Right. <laughs> right. Protect himself. Uh, yeah. hundred um, percent. And then the second question, I guess this, this user was seeing Tony buying the little black dress for Carmela as, as like some sort of fuck you to Johnny sack in his head. Which I never made that connection, but I, I guess there is something about like after the whole episode is spent like making fun of this guy's wife's size, he brings what is known as a little black dress to his wife, says it's it's a small, you know, and then fucks her. <laughs> but I don't know, like I don't. What's his motive there? He wasn't necessarily like like yeah, was he angry taking- at John? He was frustrated or with like- him. Also, like, how's that a fuck you? Like, in his own head, like, what is he taking pictures of her and then sending them to John? <laughs> yeah. Like, like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think it's just smoothing over uh, after a fight. Right. Um, okay. Um, yeah. So, season four, episode four, The Wait. This one from user Nick Gamby. What if instead of Ralph and Johnny Sack surviving their plan hits, they had both been finished. How would the series have progressed? Opinions. What mm. happens if, if Ralph and Johnny are both taken out in this episode? Take away uh, a lot of conflict. <laughs> I mean, well, the war with New York would come a little earlier than the final fucking two episodes, basically. <laughs> yeah, but then, so, uh, then you, you would have to have Phil Leotardo show up like immediately. I guess. Well, he's still in jail until at least the beginning of season five. So I know that's what I'm saying. But like yeah. the, the conflict with New York, like is because of fucking Phil. So, well, what's the, what's the, well, no, I, I mean, with Carmine? Um, 
if if Johnny Sack is taken out here in this episode, there's no right. little Carmine versus Johnny Sack in, in season five. That's what maybe, I'm saying. Yeah, so maybe maybe so it would be little Carmine versus Phil Leotardo in season five. I mean, it, it eventually becomes that anyway. Be, like once uh, Johnny goes to prison, I mean. Well, no, because little Carmine sort of bows out, and and it's just Phil sort of acting on Johnny's wishes from prison. That's but, true. I I mean, yes, been, the, the story would be affected. <laughs> I don't know yeah, what they want. They want us to like. And guess what? It'd be different yeah. soprano. You know? Yeah, it'd be different. Thing. Yeah. Tony goes at the Carmine. Carmine, yeah. they might have a stroke. He's all worried. <laughs> this the, actually, you know what could have happened um, in a more expedited way. I mean, probably not, but maybe Christopher dies faster. Uh, by how, like, Tony how, how gets rid of know? Chris faster. Because, oh, Tony gets Tony gets rid of Chris because. Tony is always dealing with like, what is the biggest thorn in his side at the given mm. moment? Mm. And, you know, there are other people are kind of taking the heat off of Chris yeah. at, at various times. So, you know, you, you have Ralph for another short extended amount of time in this season. Yeah. And then it becomes like the whole New York fiasco. Sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then, and then it's his cousin getting out of prison. I mean, right. so yeah, I mean, maybe maybe, maybe, uh, right. maybe Chris's demise comes faster, which would yeah. not have been good for the no, show. No, just kill all the characters in season four. Um, yeah. All right, this one from user Brunicus. With the movie coming out in September, are we going to see Tony's first hit? The episode where Tony and Polly go on the lam and head south to Florida. Polly talks about the ooh, uh, the person of color. I will say. Uh, Tony broke oh, his God. cherry on that shit. He did not say the N word, but he uh, said, "Yeah, so you're okay. not the correct terminology." I should read these okay. before I before I put them on the show. Uh, Tony broke his cherry on that hit with this upcoming movie being about racial tensions. It seems likely, I think, uh, unless I'm recalling it wrong. Do you think we're gonna see uh, little Tony do his first hit in uh, Many Saints in Newark? I mean, don't they say it was like 83 or something that he did it? Or like, uh, yeah, did they? I think it's, I, I, I thought maybe I'm remembering that incorrectly, but I don't know. It's, yeah. It would seem a little uh, premature to show him. Uh, Willie overall. Somebody that's the guy. Right. Willie overall. Um, uh, yeah. I, I don't think we're going to see it. I don't think so. Mostly because here's the thing I'll, I'll, I'll say this about many saints. I think we're, we're like uh, anticipating more of it being uh, Tony centric than it ultimately will be. I think, I right. think yeah, it'd be more dicky, right? Yeah. I, I do not think that um, Michael Gandolfini is going to be the star of this. I think he's, he, yeah, he's going to be a supporting character, but Dicky more, more Johnny like, and Dicky. Yes. Do you also think it's going to be like, you know, is it going to reference a lot of stuff from this from the show or is it just going to be something like a piece on, uh, on its own with characters referencing some things a little bit but like heavily yeah i don't know I, I, if if yeah. we're going into it hoping that this is all going to be fan service about right. like definitely every, not it's not going to be that so yeah just it's going to be a movie like it's going to exist as a movie like yeah. on it right. 
the, of the itself. Sh- the show ended 15 fucking years ago. <laughs> right. Like they, right. they, they want as many, like a wide array of people. I'm sure yeah. to enjoy this movie and not just have a bunch of fucking Easter <laughs> eggs for f- some, like losers like us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. A hundred percent. I think there will be a few of those, but sure. But not to the point where, and it's almost like, you know, I, I remember watching the series live and being disappointed, ultimately like having this like let down feeling after episodes that I now love because you, you are watching it with, um, you know, knowing what happens, you're not anticipating the next big like plot point and stuff. And you're not let down when it doesn't come, when somebody doesn't get whacked, when some, you know, the big twist doesn't happen. Right. And right, so I think right. the first, I, I, I'm predicting that like, Sopranos fan reactions to the movie may be at first a little like let down and then um, sort of rewatching it, accepting it into the canon of the show. I think, I think people will warm up to it a lot and ultimately yeah. appreciate it. Like I hope. Season, like so. season two of the wire, you know? Like yeah. That, yeah. You know, like Not a fan favorite, but ultimately, you know, services uh, the whole, it, it, the point it was trying to make was, was definitely part of the wire. So yeah. Um, what else we got here? Uh, posted by user George Andreas underscore. What's a scene that always gets you in the show? For me, it's the end of the Meadowlands episode where Tony winks at AJ as he looks on at his father and his family as they say goodbye to Jackie. That wink gets me every goddamn time. Look on down from the bridge playing in the back really helps the case too. Beautiful scene nonetheless. You guys have scenes that, uh, that get you, uh, Joe. It's, I mean, you cry about Jenny yeah. uh, Sachs' weight all the time. <laughs> yeah, um, scenes that get me that like make me emotional, make you feel feelings. Um, at this point, I, don't, I mean, I mean, uh, feelings are for pussies. So, <laughs> uh, I actually, I, I, say, I, I can't. Mean, say, I, I, there's probably I, something. I'm just. I can't a, recall. There's a million. I mean, I, I would say in, in this uh, episode, I actually, um, I, I do really like that little moment where um, Furio's talking to Carmela in front of his house and he's like talking about the, the, ol- the smell of the olives oh, yeah. and yeah. how it makes him sad. Like, I, yeah. I love like little shit like that, you know, like little details. They're very good at that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'll tell you one for me is uh, the end of Where's Johnny, where, um, where mm-hmm. Tony and junior after junior uh yeah i was gonna say that actually goes just goes out he had an infarct a little mini stroke in his brain Uh, and and tony asked him you know don't you love me like why's it got to be something mean can't you repeat something nice you know don't you love me and that always gets me that's uh that's an all-timer for sure yeah for sure um and, and also uh tony tony watching um public enemy and crying at the end of prashai lavushka you know, wishing he had that mother who was uh, excited for him to come home, changing sheets. About him. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and two, uh, two great ones. <laughs> uh, this one is a final comment. This isn't a question from um, user Kurinjar. Mm-hmm. I thought it was interesting. Um, detailed and introspective analysis of the ending. You guys ready for this? Yeah, I've finally figured it out. After years, the symbolism of the ending and why it cuts to black the way it does. It was Noah punching Tony's lights out. <laughs> what do you guys think? 
Um, absolutely. I, you know, yeah. this is this is this is wow. the uh, theory that I've been waiting for. Yeah, because I agree so much. Noah Tannenbaum has been waiting in that bathroom of Holston's for years. Just kills him and just punches him and is immediately dead. Yeah. <laughs> just black. one punch and Tony's punch. dead. He's been waiting for so long. I mean, that's what the prequel is going to deal with. You know, it's going <laughs> to reference looks- that. It's going to go from the prequel to the the sequel, or not sequel, but like. Yeah, a companion piece of Sopranos, which is going to be Noah Tannenbaum like training montage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Getting like the biggest arm and fist <laughs> to I, just knock someone out, to just kill someone with one punch. Yeah. And then Man. he's like, uh, he looks at Meadow and he goes, uh, I told you I should. <laughs> I told you. Told you. And then, and then he puts his hand. And then he puts his hand on, like, you, you're gonna come with me now, right? And <laughs> she's like, "You just killed my dad." And he's like, "Oh fuck." He's like, "Well, I'm producing uh, movies now." Yeah, yeah. He's like, "Oh fuck, I gotta catch my uh, flight to back to LA." <laughs> uh, all right. That's all I got for fucking internet. <laughs> Great. Yeah, good, good spot to stop. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you guys for listening. As always, uh, you can email us questions, concerns, things you like, things you don't like at osopranospod at gmail.com. Give us a follow at osopranospod at Instagram and Twitter. Give us a five star review on iTunes. We got a very lovely one from our good friend Aria. Aria or Aria? I assume it's Aria who um, just hates Joe. Uh, we we, uh, we we mentioned her comment last week. Gonna win her um, over but eventually, she, but uh, but she gave us so, a yeah. very 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 nice review. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think so. I love uh, so the thank casino. You, uh, I love Aria. the Aria casino. <laughs> yeah, we do love the Aria. A lovely hotel. Um, Aria, curious thank if you, you were uh, curious if you were named after the the hotel. Uh, it's probably too new. Uh, so yeah, give us a give us a five star review if you like for us to ramble about your name. Uh, Aria is now deleting her review right <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, thanks again uh, for listening. Until next week. Oh. oh.